You are now listening to the I Should Have Captained podcast. It is game week eight, and I should have captained Bobby Firmino. Let's go. Game week eight in the books officially as of Monday evening. Ah, what a time coming back from the international break. And I feel like after every international break, we have a very low average. This game week was an interesting one. The first game of the game week was a banger. Watford nil, Liverpool five. Watford changed their manager uh, coming into the international break. Claudio Ranieri took over and it was not a good game to start off a new managerial um, appointment. Playing Liverpool, one of the best in the land, and they conceded five. Three goals from Bobby Firmino. Uh, great to see him back in the starting lineup. Great to see him scoring again. Um, scoring three goals, that was a lot. Three goals and one assist, so that was 20 points. By far and away, the most points all game week now. Obviously, I know no one is ever going to have Firmino and captain him. It was one thing to have him, but to captain him, that would have been a miracle. Goals otherwise from Mane and Salah. Quick thing on Mane, 11.9. He has scored in pretty much, in terms of points, he has blanked only twice, but he has scored in every other game except the Chelsea game where he assisted. So Mane at 11.9, consistent as well. Certainly not explosive. He has not even had one double digits game at all. But really, from a consistency perspective, he is very, very consistent. Still only owned by 3.1% of the league. Starting to rise, but still. Uh, five goals on the season already. So that's quite good at 11.9. Salah, on the other hand, is just blowing it out of the water. A goal and an assist in this game. So he's already at seven goals, five assists on the season already. Uh, I suspect this could be the first season he gets into maybe 15 assists. Because this is ridiculous. Like seven goals, five assists, that's a lot. That is a lot. I don't know that there's anybody that's even at the same level at this time. Like, if we look at all players and sort them by assists, the most assists all season right now is seven, Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba with seven. The next is Salah at five. So, and keep in mind, Pogba hasn't assisted again since game week four. So this is game week nine we're going into. Pogba hasn't assisted in four games. So, Salah is... Pretty consistent at this point. Anyways, other assists from the Liverpool game from Milner, Firmino, and Nico Williams. So that was nice to see there. Alisson wasn't available because the international break. Fabinho wasn't available, but still a clean sheet for Liverpool. So if you had Trent, Robinson, or Van Dijk, you got the nice um, clean sheet points there. Also, the game of the game week, Aston Villa 2, Wolves 3. I can't believe Wolves started without Jimenez and got away with it. Anyways, goals from John McGinn. Danny Ings on the Aston Villa side. On the Liverpool side, Connor Cody scored, Saiz scored, and Ruben Neves with the last gasp winner. Assist from John McGinn. So a goal and an assist for John McGinn. Um, assist from Ollie Watkins as well. On the Wolf side, Dendonka with an assist, Triore with an assist, and Podence with an assist. Um, nothing real to see there in terms of expected points. I don't even know what I do now with... Wang Hee Chan, I think you still keep him. 
and Jimenez being benched throws a spanner in the works. I, I'm probably just going to get rid. I, I think he should still be a starter going forward, but I cannot risk a team that is just going to rest players. Now they play Leeds next, so I would still hold if you have Jimenez. Um, I think he's still going to be a starter, but we just came back late from the international break. Leeds are very porous at the back, so should be able to score there. Um, so I would hold Jimenez if you're still looking at him. Leicester four, Manchester United two. I say this about United every time. It just it just seems like they don't know how to keep a clean sheet. They, they just can't keep a clean sheet. So I've moved off uh, Luke Shaw a long time ago. And if you still have any of the defenders, I, I would recommend you move on as well. De Gea is still keeping saves. He's like, he had seven saves. After considering four, for him to still have two points was actually quite amazing, to be honest. But you can't expect this of De Gea every game. Like he's having to do a little too much in a united defense that has Maguire and Varane. Understood Varane is injured, but still, you shouldn't have to do this much. Goals in the game. Vardy, Tillemans, Soyonchu, Daka on the Leicester side. Uh, on the United side, Rashford and Greenwood. So Greenwood still performing and providing points. So that's kind of nice to see for Greenwood. Um, hadn't scored since game week three. So that was nice to see him back on the score sheet. United play Liverpool, Tottenham and Manchester City next. So I've already gotten rid of Ronaldo as a result of the upcoming fixtures. Um, I think it's just a lot and they're probably going to rotate him to, you know, bring him through all these big games. Leicester on the other side, Vardy still scoring. He has now scored in the last four games straight. A goal at Brighton, a goal at Burnley, a goal at Crystal Palace and a goal at Manchester United. Leicester play Brentford next, Arsenal and Leeds. So I'm bringing in Jamie Vardy. He is now priced at 10.6. I don't know what else I need from a consistency perspective, but I think I've seen enough. Bringing in Vardy, it's time to go. Manchester City 2, Burnley nil. Again, considering that, uh, considering, sorry, considering that um, City had just dropped these guys 5 0 the last four times at home, um, and of course the 3 0 in the last four, in the fourth Premier League game, Man City were expected to just demolish Burnley, but Burnley put up a decent fight. Now, I know they lost, but it was only two. So, quite nice there. I did recommend in the last podcast that you captain, aside from Salah, the other option would be uh, Kevin De Bruyne. And it was nice to see him on the score sheet as well. Three maximum bonus points brought him to a total of 11 points. So that is Kevin De Bruyne's first double-digit haul of the season. So nice to see him back in the points. City play Brighton, Crystal Palace and Manchester United next. I'm watching out for game week 15 where Manchester City have Watford, Wolves, Leeds and Newcastle in the next run of four. So I'm waiting until game week 15 to bring in KDB. I suspect this price may go up if he scores over the next three, but at 11.9, he's a little rich for my taste at this time. Anyways, Bernardo also scored an assist from Phil Foden. So that was nice. And then I also got um, Cancelo clean sheet points. So that's pretty cool to see uh, Cancelo getting those clean sheets. We saw Diaz rested for the first time this season, but we saw that Laporte started and was taken off because of his yellow card. So Laporte also seems to be safe in the rotation. But I suspect what will then happen next because they play in the Champions League game this coming week, we could see Laporte and Diaz. And then in the next game, it would then be Stones and Diaz. And then we would rotate back to the standard Diaz and Laporte again. So that could be potentially what is happening. I think he's just trying to manage the minutes of all, of all, um, of all the defenders in Manchester City. That's what it kind of looks like. But Cancelo isn't going anywhere, it appears. Walker also didn't play, by the way, just to finalize that Ake played instead. 
Norwich nil, Brighton nil. Um, back to back clean sheets for Brighton. Uh, so if you have Sanchez or Duffy, then of course, nice to see those clean sheet points. Keep in mind, Brighton play Manchester City and Liverpool next. The two best teams in the country, back to back. So I'm going to be benching them. Um, it, it's just unfortunate, but keep keep hold of them. I think they are going to be great assets for the long long haul. But um, I, I can't see them keeping a clean sheet at City or a way to Liverpool. It just doesn't look possible from what I'm seeing. On the Norwich side, great to see them keeping a clean sheet again as well. Um, I expected that they would lose, but they kept a clean sheet. They kept a clean sheet last time at Burnley, clean sheet at Brighton. Now they just need to start scoring. They played Chelsea next in game week nine. But after that run, after that game, they go on a run of Leeds, Brentford, Southampton, Wolves, and Newcastle. So five games where they really should be able to pick up points. If they don't pick up points in that run, I think it's pretty much done. Put a fork in them. It's over. All right. Southampton won, Leeds nil. The goal from Broha, who I talked about a while ago. And this was his first start and he scored. So great for him to score. I believe he's a Chelsea loanee and he's only 5.0 in price. So Armando Broha finally scoring in the Premier League. Assist from Nathan Redmond and Leeds, like I said already earlier, can't seem to keep a clean sheet. And I'm not sure what is going on. I know they did keep a clean sheet for the first time all season against Watford. But the defense just seems very porous in general. Um, they play Wolves, Norwich, and Leicester next. That is uh, Leeds. So hopefully, clean sheet starts to pick up. But still, they did not have Rafinha. did not have Bamford. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they perform going forward with those guys coming back slowly but surely. I specifically have Rafinha, and I'm certainly looking forward to seeing him back again. Bamford is still injured with his ankle, but hopefully should be back sometime soon. We don't know when specifically, but hopefully sometime soon. Brentford nil, Chelsea won. The long goal from Ben Chilwell. I think it's the competition between Chilwell and Alonso is pretty much done now. He scored in two games back to back, kept clean sheets in one of those games. I, I mean, I understand he gave away the penalty for the Southampton goal that removed the clean sheet, but I mean, I don't know what more... He, Alonso needed to do to keep his place, but at the point where Chilwell is now on the field and scoring, I'm pretty sure it's over. I, I, it would be ridiculous to drop Chilwell now and go back to Alonso when he's scoring, uh, you know, in such goal-scoring form, even better than the strikers. Um, I, yeah, it would it would not be a good look, I think. Chilwell priced at 5.7. Chelsea play Norwich, Newcastle, and Burnley next. Literally one of the three worst teams in the league. Yeah. It's, yeah, getting Ben Chilwell or Rudiger. I think Rudiger was also injured. I should quickly mention before I talk about Rudiger. Uh, Rudiger was injured, had a back injury coming back from the international break. He seems to be getting better and his um, status has now been moved to 75% chance of playing in the next game. They do play in the Champions League next, but Norwich, Newcastle and Burnley just seems too difficult to resist. So it might be a good time to get in on those Chelsea assets. Brentford, on the other hand, played decently. Mbwilmo hit the bar, I believe, twice. Just very unlucky. I think he's hit the bar the most in the Premier League this season. So Mbwilmo might be the one if you're not going to go Tony. I have Tony. I think I'm gonna, I think Tony is the better one. He's the more clinical. Um, doesn't hit the bar, <laughs> clearly, not as much as Mbwilmo. So I'm going to go Tony for now. And if I have to regret it and revert to Mbwilmo, then it is what it is. Everton nil, 
West Ham won the first Sunday game. The one goal from Ogbonna with the assist from Jared Bowen. Um, since, since game week five, Bowen has gone on a run of five, five, seven, and six points. So he hasn't blanked in the last four games. So it seems like now Bowen is the guy providing points instead of Ben Rama. So that is an interesting development on the West Ham front. West Ham play Tottenham, Aston Villa, and Liverpool next. So you have Antonio, and you've got Ben Rama. It might be a time to start considering moving off of them. Just consider. I don't know that you completely do. They are still playing very well. Still picking up points. Still picking up clean sheets. But may not be scoring as much. So something for you to consider from the West Ham side. On the Everton side, hopefully, oh my gosh, hopefully, they can get all their players back because I think, you know, Gray and Townsend have done decently well. Iwobi has been okay, but really Richarlison and Dominic Carver-Lewin just add a different dimension to that Everton side. And I think they've done quite well in their absence, but I think it's time for them to all come back and hopefully restore the Everton we saw at the beginning of the season. So that'd be nice to get them back. Newcastle two, Spurs three. Goals from um, Wilson on the Newcastle side. Own goal from Eric Dyer On the Spurs side, Harry Kane back again. Um, min Son and Ndombele all scored. Assists from Manquillo, Murphy, Kane, Hoiberg and Regulon. So those are all the people back. Good to see Harry Kane back on the score sheet. First goal of the season. Took really, really long. And now I'm worried that this guy might come back and start to haunt all of us in fantasy this season. But keep in mind, Keep in mind, Spurs play West Ham, Manchester United, and Everton in the next three game weeks. I will probably bring them in in game week 12 after the international break, where Spurs play Leeds, Burnley, Brentford, and Norwich. So I'm targeting game week 12 for the Spurs assets, Hummington, and Harry Kane. Right now, I'm actually trying to get Hummington in because I think against West Ham, they'll still score. United are porous, and Everton aren't that strong defensively. So they should still be able to get a few points here and there. And then by then, I would have enough to start looking at replacing Kaku with Harry Kane in game week 12. So that's kind of what I'm thinking off the dome. And the final game of the game week, Arsenal 2, Crystal Palace 2. I think Arsenal got away with one. Um, Crystal Palace was clearly the better team after going down 1-0. But still, um, points are points and Arsenal got their points. Aubameyang with the goal, Lacazette with the goal. Ben Tegui on the other side and Edward. So all the strikers in the game all scored, which was brilliant for fantasy owners. Um, disappointing for me as a Gallagher owner to not get any points at all, but it is what it is. Ramsdale and Guaita both had four saves. Um, in terms of bonus points, three to Aubameyang, three to Ben Tegui, and one to Odson Edward. So those rounded out the game week. Of course, as we go into game week nine, there will be a preview episode that comes up about two days before the game week. Keep in mind, the current game week starts on Friday. So Arsenal play Aston Villa on Friday. So hopefully we'll try to get something else either by the Thursday or Wednesday. I wish you guys all the best and we'll catch you soon in the next episode. Goodbye.